0: Good evening everyone, this is A.G. Marie, and you are tuned in to Season 3, Episode 11 of the Canary's Pictures Podcast. This evening, I want to tell you a story of solidarity and unity in the old Black Hollywood community. The article you are about to hear is from the March 1st, 1930 issue of The Afro-American. It is titled, At Home with Farina of Our Gang Fame." and it is written by Ruby Berkeley Goodwin. The house was a medium-sized stucco of vivid yellow surrounded by giant bushes of Australian holly whose green formed a pleasing contrast to the color of the house. A velvet green lawn spread out on all sides of the bungalow and upon it two children played. The boy was little Farina of Howl Roach's Our Gang. The girl was his sister who was sometimes employed at the same studio. They were dressed simply in little blue overall play suits. Both spoke a shy, friendly greeting as I came up the walk, and then scampered around to the back door and entered the house, for when the door opened to admit me, they were smiling confidently at me from behind their mother. Farina's mother is a small brown woman. The Hoskins family comes from Boston, and they still talk with an unmistakable eastern accent, that is, all except Farina, for living all his life in California, his speech is that of a native. His words are correct and properly placed, but they lack that overdone properness that is found in his mother's speech. To all the world, the little eight-year-old stars Farina, but to his mother, he is Sonny Boy. When Alan, which by the way is Farina's real name, was a little tot, he had the sweetest disposition of any child I had ever seen, or at least, she smiled, I thought so. He would play for hours and he was always smiling. He brought so much joy and sunshine into our home that we could think of no name so appropriate as Sonny Boy for him. And Sonny Boy, he had always been to us. I learned from the mother that the name Farina had been given to him by a title writer from the studios. The name, because it had a feminine ending, ending is partly responsible for the widely circulated story that Farina is a girl. I say partly responsible for other factors, just as Potent helped the rumor along. Farina's debut into movie land is really stranger than fiction. When Farina was just a baby, Sunshine Sammy was at the zenith of his film career. Mr. Morrison, Sammy's father, had been sent out by the studio to find a little colored boy about 18 months old with long hair to play sister to Sammy in a picture. Mr. Morrison hunted all day and was just about to give up the search when he remembered that he had to stop by the grocers for some provisions for dinner. The good-natured grocery man noted Mister Morrison's deject- dejected look and asked what the trouble was. Mister Morrison told him of his unrewarded search for a colored boy with long hair. Why, well, I know just the little fellow you want," the grocery man informed him. While he was yet speaking, the door opened and in walked Mama Hoskins and her little sunny boy. Okay, so you can read the rest of that article in the Google News archive again. It is the March first, nineteen thirty issue of the Afro American. I will have um, the link to that article on Anchor FM as well as on the Kendarius Pictures website. So this was this was such a sweet article. It's a little bit longer, written by Ruby Berkeley Goodwin, one of the the um, how can I say one of the top reporters for black publications of the 1930s and 1940s probably more so in the 1920s as well and um she wrote a book called it's good to be black and like i said she was probably i would say like the walter Rinschel of the black publication um world but you know less gossip more more story narrative oriented but anyway so she wrote this article on Alan Farina Hoskins who played the character of Farina in the Our Gang shorts also or later known as the Little Rascals um, a very beautiful article it's a little bit longer like I said you can check, check it out in the links um, and the reason I call this like a story of solidarity and unity um It was just something, it was just really sweet to see. You have to remember, Sunshine, Sammy's dad, his father is Ernie Morrison Sr. He, he was looking, someone asked him, I'm trying to remember the exact story, but basically he helped his son get into the Hour Gang shorts as well. And his daughter and his other son, I can't remember his other son's name, but his daughter's name was Dorothy. And He helped his kids get into these shorts. Sunshine Sammy was in them for like a a pretty long while. And he was assigned with recruiting another kid about the year 1922. Farina Hoskins had been in the movies from 1922 to 1931. So that's about a decade from the age of two to what? To 11 He was born in 1920. So yeah, from about the age of two to the age of 11 is when he appeared in these shorts. So Mr. Morrison was responsible for jumpstarting his son's career, his daughter's career, and Alan Farina Hoskins' career. And then after Farina came, characters like um, Buckwheat and Stymie. And so on and so forth. So you, it's it's always great to hear these stories about solidarity within the old black Hollywood community. Because you, cause you have names like Ernie Morrison. It's not someone you hear being spoken of a lot. But then on the flip side, you have people like Louise Beavers who helped. Um, entertainers like um, Freddie Washington get their start or get acclimated in Los Angeles. People like Ethel Waters, I think she kind of helped Freddie Washington as well because Freddie Washington was a New York girl. Like she even once she she was in L.A. or did um, Hollywood movies for like a couple of years and then she went back to New York. <laughs> but and, you know you hear those stories and even in New York in the music world you had people like Billie Holiday who helped Hazel Scott get her start on the nightclub circuit and. Hazel Scott eventually came to Los Angeles and became a film star as well and, and of course came became one of the first black women to have her own television show Ethel the waters was actually the first when television was still experimental but Hazel Scott she had a variety show on the Dumont network and she um this is when television was out of ex- experimental phase this is when people had TVs in their homes and she had her own show and then going back to LA then you had people like Ben Carter who was an agent and it goes to show that black people of course Hollywood the entertainment industry is is pretty much you know stars are are found by word of mouth like word of mouth is the most powerful recommendation suggestion in the entertainment industry in any industry industry but especially the entertainment industry but i think with the little bit of work that was available for african american actors or actors of african american of african descent because um people like hazel scott hazel scott was actually born and treated ass so not you know kind of not make sure i don't narrow it just to the united states but anyway it was it was very important that the community the african-american community stuck together even um a few episodes ago i talked about the sugar hill case the um, west adams district how um African-American actors or lots of African-Americans moved into that district in Los Angeles. Um, I don't believe I mentioned that some of those houses that actors moved into, people like Haddon McDaniel and Louise Beavers, some of them made boarding houses, you know, and they let people stay, um, get their footing in Los Angeles or just basically have a roof over their head and invited them in. It's just, it was so important. We don't hear these stories a lot and I think it's, it's, it's time for us to tell like in you can see you can read about them in books Clarence Muse was also someone who helped um, other black actors a lot but it would be nice to see these kind of stories on the screen more and I am so anti I, I don't like this idea that black people don't support each other because from my point of view, anyway, from where I'm sitting in social media circles, in my personal life, I'm constantly seeing black people supporting each other. Even when we, if we don't have you know, money or anything. Of course, it's not just black people, but I'm, I'm speaking specifically of black people, <laughs> of black Americans. But when from where I'm sitting, I'm constantly seeing my people supporting each other. Like I said, be it in so on social media or in or in in life, and it's it just feels so gratifying to see that so many people in Hollywood, so many black entertainers in Hollywood got their start because you would think again the narrative is that we don't support each other that we're quote unquote crabs in the bucket and blah 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 blah, blah. and you would think one would assume that. A lot of entertainers were clawing for, black entertainers were clawing for certain roles. And, and of course, you know, of course there was competition. But it's always gratifying to hear the story of like, for instance, of Ernie Morrison Sr. Literally using an entire day to find an actor for, for this um, particular character. It's gratifying to hear stories about how Hattie McDaniel and Louise Beavers let people live in their homes while they got their start, and, and so on and so forth. And then, and then, hearing stories about Hattie, Hattie McDaniel and Louise Beavers, you know, being friendly or or reading a few stories about that, because you would think, I don't know what gave me personally the impression, but for a while, I was under under the impression that. wasn't the case at all same thing with people like Dorothy Jane and Jelena Horne so on and so forth it's an old story of how quote-unquote there can only be one of us at a time and that's another issue that we can get into a little bit later but sometimes that was the case but again this we have to read we have to talk more about these particular stories we have to put these kind of stories on the up on the screen television and in movies Ernie Morrison getting his kids into show business and then helping other kids get into show business. Ben Carter having a talent agency and helping other people get into movies, casting black actors in in movies. You know, stories about butlers and maids and and, and um uh how can I say it? Domestic service is a particular word that I'm thinking of. Somebody who actually Like a, like a, whatever. (laughs) Like someone who is constantly with, um, with an, with someone to help them with every single thing, like, like a valet and then the female version of a valet. I can't remember the word, but anyway, there are so many of those people who would overhear stories about people looking for actors for a particular movie and they would hop in, hop in, hop in the kitchen or go somewhere, tell their friends, Hey, They're about to start making this movie. Be on the lookout. And there was so much of that. And I would like to see more of that. In on the screen. In in, you know in different. Yeah on the screen. (laughs) And it's funny. I'm sitting here saying this like I'm not a screenwriter. So I guess I should be the. (laughs) Be someone who tries to do this as well. Try to present this type of story. But anyway. That's enough of this episode. Or not that's enough. (laughs) Um. I don't want to ramble because I will do that. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dance Pictures Podcast. I will be back, or we will be back on March fifteenth, twenty twenty one. I do hope everyone is doing well because we are approaching, or we are pretty much at one year of of being in this pandemic. So much has happened in a year between the pandemic losing people due to the pandemic losing people outside of that and well so anyway i had a little mishap on my microphone but thank you all again so much for tuning in to the kandaris pictures podcast again we will be back or i will be back on march 15th twenty (laughs) two thousand 2021 what is going on with me um in the meantime, you can find out more about the podcast and Kinder's Pictures by subscribing to our mailing list at candairspictures.wixsite.com slash Pictures or by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also access exclusive Kinder's Pictures content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Pictures.